When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast that doesn't even have a joke here because it is too excited celebrating the monumental, historic, exciting, relieving, deep breath of sigh worthy historic moment that we just experienced. Our two hundredth episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yay. Yay. It's our bicentennial bis it's our bisexual centennial. Hello. <laughs> we are entering a new era of bisexuality for this show. It's now called Bias. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. Oh, that sounds like bias. Oh, that's oh. poignant. Um, I'm Kyle Getz. <laughs> and we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And happy birthday, Kyle. Happy birthday, Mike. Wait, no, it's not our birthday. Happy We've done this a long fucking time. Yeah. Happy. happy lots, lots of numbers. Happy fuck. <laughs> uh, this is our 200th episode. Our 200th episode. The, the haters said we wouldn't make it here. Yeah. It, but no, no one cared enough to provide any adversary. To be fair, I was one of the haters. I did, <laughs> I did not think that we were going to make it this far. I know. Yeah. Um. Welcome to our... 200th episode extravaganza yeah it is the reunion special the reunion special that is that is the theme that you will see throughout um yeah that's why we did reality tv last week right because we're gonna do that thing that reality tv shows do where they get like like contestants from season two to come <laughs> yes. make, make an appearance yeah yeah so we're gonna um both answer questions relating to reunions uh maybe talk a little bit about just high school reunions in general and um we are going to play clips from previous guests uh talking about their experience with high school reunions yeah so you'll you'll hear some familiar face voices yay and as per usual, every 50 episodes, we do Q's and A's. Mm -hmm. You send us Q's. We A them. That doesn't stop being funny to me, Kyle. Um, same. Every, <laughs> same. I, every time, I'm totes down with that. And this time, we ask you all to send us in questions that you might ask us at a high school reunion and y'all have delivered so yeah, you yeah. that to look forward to we've got uh, many interpretations which i'm excited about um we have announcements we have some announcements exciting things happening over here at the gayish uh, uh wonderland yep yep right out of the gate hey kyle hey mike i have a surprise for you oh okay hey dan can you please videotape this oh yeah i think that this is something that the kids somewhere are going to want to see are you ready? Yeah, I just got uh, real nervous. Great. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, God. In honor of our 200th episode, I thought, what better thing to do than to make a flag? I've oh, wait. It just now started actually recording. Well, fine. Great. For our 200th episode, I decided to make a flag. Okay. I made a flag. Okay. I'm going to show it to you now. Okay. And... If you are trying to figure out how to deal with election anxiety and nervousness, just find a really tedious hobby. It's fantastic. <laughs> but but uh, for our 200th episode, I made, especially what? for you, a flag out of individual servings oh my of Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is... I was going to see if it would sit on the table. It won't sit on the table. 
This is adorable. <laughs> Happy 200th, Kyle. Oh, my God. I'm just going to go into the corner and slippity slop on all these guys. Also, because I'm a crazy person, it's exactly 200 cups of Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, yep. my God, Mike. This is incredible. Yep. You, this is only for me, it's right? For you, you don't get... No, okay. I, and, and oh, uh, because they only come in cases of 120, there's 40 more sitting back in my room if you want them. <laughs> Those are the, like, as I come over to your place throughout <laughs> the year. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Happy 200th, Kyle. I'm hungry. Oh, um, I almost wore my Nutella <laughs> gear that you gave me at one point. Okay, then... Ta-da! As long as you're doing that, okay, hold on. Sure. Keep videoing. Sure. Oh, man. Hi, everyone. How's it going? Happy 200th episode to me. <laughs> oh, man. Aww. Mike, I got you this present. Aw. It has hearts on it. It wasn't one Doesn't of the Doesn't that mean le- game over in your social media world? <laughs> yes. But uh, it was definitely one of the only leftover bags I had that I was oh. using. That's sweet. And I care or something. Aww. There's a card in there, too. Aww. But- what Jesus Said About Homosexuality by Brian Headshaw. Mm-hmm. It's a lot bigger than I thought it would be since he didn't say fucking thing about it. Um, great. <laughs> it is an empty book. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, it says something. Every page says absolutely nothing. That's... No, it says quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In parentheses, absolutely nothing. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you te- you did so good at just like teeing it up like that's weird because he said nothing. <laughs> Mike, thank you for being an amazing podcasting partner, friend, and most importantly, person willing to figure out our text stuff. I'm excited to see where this takes us, and I can't wait for a hundred more episodes with you. Not a single episode more. <laughs> no, a uh, 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 hundred more episodes with you. Uh, though I'm tired just writing that. Heart, Kyle. P.S. Lyle says, read this aloud to our listeners to see our authentic relationship. God, fooling them yet again. <laughs> Thank you. That's very sweet. Yeah. You can't eat it. I mean, you can do what you want, but. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Let's see who eats it first. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray. Um, okay. But first. <laughs> but first. I don't think we're allowed to say, oh, yeah, you can stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> My arms are getting tired. Oh. Here's your wine bag. Thank you. Um, I don't think we can say butt first when we're this deep in. Yeah. Another thing different. <laughs> yeah. Um, like we're up to the balls at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to provide an update sure. from our uh, f- our election shrinkage. We talked about our predictions. Oh, yeah. Um, and. Okay. Okay. I posted that ridiculous map. Mm-hmm. And I said to you, I think I said to you, I mm-hmm. hope I said to you. Mm-hmm. I'm making Ohio blue because they're always right. Mm-hmm. So if we consider that one, it doesn't count. The only one I'm wrong about so far is Florida, which I'm super wrong, but I got in every other state that has been called correct so far. Well, the good news is I didn't count that way, so I win. Great. Um, <laughs> the, the actual number of uh, Biden electoral votes was 290. I projected 333 and you projected 354. Yeah, it's going to be 306 when it's all said and done. Uh, I would still win. Yeah, that's true. Price is right rules for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I did think about for a moment, like going through the states and figuring out how many that were wrong and their electoral college votes worth. Uh, and then I was like, 
that seems like a lot of work when I can just compare three numbers. Yeah. So that's yeah, what that's it's true. based on. I projected 308. Wow. But we're still all over. So that means whoever voted Everyone one electoral ever. college vote gets it <laughs> by prices right rules. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> should I also do Patreon members? Let's do Patreon oh, members. You, you, you're not doing news this week. No news this week. Because it's all celebratory. It, yep. Um, and a little <laughs> masturbatory. And I think we all need a little break from the news. I don't know about y'all, but my ass still hurts from watching 48 hours of <laughs> cable news in a row yeah 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 um although i have already forgotten all the information i learned like i think manitoba county was important somehow <laughs> but now i forget where or why um okay thank you to uh patreon members paul rosenberg uh colton Hadman. oh i know that bitch you do yeah hi well i'm gonna now i don't want paul to feel left out i know him mm. i don't Colton, Colton, Colton is the hot spooky boy from Montana that made us read Black Flamingo. Hot spooky boy, mm-hmm. <laughs> Dan. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, uh, hi, Colton. Then I guess uh, Daniel Larson, Brie Larson's son. Uh, <laughs> Great. Uh, Sentinel bait. Sentinel bait. Which? What does that make you think of? Discord where his dick is. <laughs> Is it right? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Sentinel for X Men. I was like, wait, that feels like X Men. And he was like, that's correct. Like uh. the Sentinels. Um, and Kate D. Kate D. Not to be confused with Katie. Yeah. Kate D. So thank Kate you. D. Uh, thank you to our Patreon members. Uh, if you want bonus content and shit, you can go to uh, uh, podcast.com slash the Patreon. Patreon.com slash gauge podcast. And we are going to have some updates exciting updates i think to our patreon benefits yeah uh, at some point later later you have to you have to earn it by listening to our a's now <laughs> oh yeah should we get into Let's it now get should into we it. stop holding back yep um can i do the first question you already did you just did <laughs> <laughs> your turn <laughs> fuck you mike okay uh, this is what we have uh uh we asked our listeners to send us in questions you know are related to a high school reunion or what you'd ask us at a high school reunion um and uh so we I, we do have a lot of listeners questions i wanted to just start off though with my own question that i want to ask because i presume it is what people ask at every single high school high school reunion is what would your answer be to what have you been up to since high school oh hmm i mean isn't that just the goat isn't that like the thing you say to every you're like hi now do this yeah um coding and divorces oh got it got it not not dying and having to be revived by meredith Gray. Uh, not, not just coding. my soul <laughs> <laughs> would you okay this is a key difference between us yeah is that you tend to just say true things about yourself regardless of if social <laughs> or norms. if anybody cares <laughs> yeah yeah yep which I've obviously gotten better at. Am I an oversharer? Yes. Oh, but but like by normal person standards and yes. not by yours. Well, no, by both for <laughs> sure. Okay. But uh, but I think you're closer to a real person than mm. me. Okay. I I can not I, by prices right rules. Right, exactly. <laughs> there are some times where I'm just like, I don't think. I just don't. I wouldn't. I just uh, maybe that thing is not a. I don't know. Do you, I mean, 
uh, you, <coughs> it's, not, I've, it's not COVID. I've mm. learned to, great. <laughs> I've learned to su- support people's different approaches to handling things, but sometimes you make me real uncomfortable with what you share. Good. And it's not, <laughs> God. And it, it, it's not even about me. It's like, yeah. 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 I mean, I think that we're not supposed to be heavy and psychological on this episode, Kyle. What the fuck? All know. right. So I, I sometimes wonder if that is just as defensive, and I mean that in the therapeutic, in the psychological sense, if that's just mm. as defensive as the person that shows nothing. Mm. Like, in what, how, how is that defensive? Um, it's like, uh, if I expose everything, I don't have to have the discomfort of hiding anything. Mm. And it's almost like when you make fun of yourself so that bullies can't make fun of you, you're like, I'm already owning this thing, so you can't out me about i mean not gay but like about my divorces because i already said it to you yeah yeah and if like sometimes i don't know i don't know like i wonder if i should have more shame about things sometimes because i don't see a lot of people being the way i am Mm -mm. um and especially gay people who i think have learned to hide themselves really effectively hello (laughs) (laughs) That is something that I was honestly thinking about completely unrelated to gayish because on occasion I think about things that are not gayish related. You don't have a life uh, That's true. <laughs> I was thinking about it. That's where, like sometimes I want to tell people like I did not, I was not thinking about this episode and reflecting on myself. Um, I have been thinking a lot about how much work, it, it's weird, this is not a new revelation, but it's just like, it's a lot of work to pretend not to be gay. Mm-hmm. So that's not a new revelation, but like, things that I've learned from that expand far beyond that. Like so many secrets or things that I don't reveal to people or the shame I feel about things, keeping things in is just like bigger than being gay. Just so so everything about me, it's just so much work. And Mm -hmm. I've, you know, potentially overshared on this podcast, Mm -hmm. but like, it's just, it's a, it's a big relief to like, I went now I talked to my parents about depression. Yeah. And it's so nice not to have to like think about who did I tell this thing to or who, you know, and yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, to uh, that is something you've absolutely helped me with. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, my big thing is like, I don't think I would talk about being gay unless it came up. Like if someone was like, what, what have you been up to? I don't think I'd, I mean, that's a huge thing that has happened since then, but I don't think I'd be like, so. Okay. What have you been up to? And is that, is that, is that not the biggest thing? For sure. The biggest thing also still wouldn't bring it up. <laughs> okay. And, um, I mean, I would probably say like went to UT worked in digital marketing. I wouldn't mention the book. I, I do like this is like one of those things right now that I'm like been really struggling with of I'm unemployed. I don't have a boyfriend and yeah, I mean, we all have to, but like, you know, staying home a lot. I like, I feel yeah. Yeah. Having an answer to that question of what are you doing is like a big source of anxiety and discomfort because I feel like I have to present something interesting and compelling and exciting. Hmm. And the interesting, compelling stuff th- there's, there's still this residue of like, I always was embarrassed that I wanted to be a writer or I liked writing. Hmm. And finally I got over that like 10 years ago and that's been great. Cause then I could pursue it. But like, I still feel weird telling people that cause I'm not like, 
Yeah, fuck. I am a writer because I've published written work. So, so this is. Oh God. Okay, this is gushy or mm-hmm. whatever. And we've said to each other, at least privately, like like this show is is the the most important thing that I've ever done, and I know that you feel the same way. Well, except that like, one super jack porn star that I fucked in college. <laughs> Man, that was a good thing I've okay. done. Well, it's the second, second best thing that yes. you've done in your life, and 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 we have we have we have tens of listeners, mm-hmm. which Dan hates <laughs> when I say that. Um, and fine twenties, yeah. Uh, but like, <laughs> you are proud of this. Yeah. So what does it say that you wouldn't tell people about that it? That I suck it. I feel uncomfortable about talking about myself and self promo and what feels to me like self promotion. Great. Got it. Next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, w- would you bring up anything about being gay? Yeah. I mean, uh, so, so. Uh, it's yes. I mean, I'm, I'm super duper out and that's um, the good thing about being at a smaller place. Like uh, for me, like I have maybe like 800 people in my graduating class. Mm -hmm. So like some people might stay up to date on like what I'm up to on Facebook. And that's like, I would hope that they just knew I was gay from Facebook. So I don't have to do the whole rigmarole. Yeah. um, The thagamarole. But I feel like in a smaller school it's more likely that they would just know yeah i'm sure i'm sure they just know and it's also a super duper small town that like news travels fast and all of that and i took my wife to my 10-year reunion oh fuck yo and everybody like we did that whole thing yeah and then uh uh trevor left the month before my 20-year uh. reunion um and and I was totally prepared to take him to my 20th reunion and be out and married to a dude. And Mm. I was really, I was very much ready to do that. That was the plan. Were you excited about that? Like, like actively excited to bring him? Kind of. Yeah. In a fucked up way. Why? I hope they're uncomfortable and they have to deal with some shit. Oh, I don't think that's a fucked up way. (laughs) I think that's like a, I think there's something empowering about putting in spite of all the things that I just said literally minutes ago, there's something empowering about put your, putting yourself out there in that way in an un, unabashed, like, I don't give a fuck what you think. I, was, yeah. I think that's a. But then I did not. But want, then it didn't work. I didn't want to go alone yeah. and have to deal with questions of where's your wife, much less where's your husband. Yeah. Or look like a failure. I, I did not want to be the unhappy single fag. And that was, so I didn't go. I didn't go to my 20 year reunion yeah. and I don't regret it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Have you gone to any of yours? No. Screw the list of questions, Kyle. I'm asking the questions <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't go. I, I mean, I've had the opportunity to go to one um, at 10 10 years they usually go 10 and 20 some places it's different but they usually go 10 and 20 and you're not old enough to have your 20 so you've only Mm -hmm. had the opportunity for one and you didn't do it yeah no and it was one of those things where um i'm really good at i don't even i think it's tricking myself like i'll i'll i get the invite and i'm like oh i'll figure that out later and i keep doing that and putting it off or pushing it back in my mind that yeah. then I was like, Oh, it's tomorrow. I can't, you know, get home in that time. So can't go problem solved. Cause mm-hmm. I didn't want to go and it was going to be really 
felt uncomfortable. I don't feel, uh, there's a part of me that's like, like going to prom or like going to your grandpa's funeral. Like you should probably do that. Mm-hmm. That's probably an experience <laughs> you should have. So like part of me thinks if I went, but the other part of me thinks that no, I would just have hated it mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would have just wanted to leave the entire time. I do think you have absolutely nobody to answer to but yourself in terms of if you want to go because you think that it would be fun and you're looking forward to catching up with people, then great, do it. And if you if it's like you give zero fucks, I don't think you should feel bad about that. But okay, this is what's difficult about having social anxiety is I have to I always have to ask myself like I don't want to go to anything. Yeah. Right. I don't want to ever go to any event or anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes I have to be like, but is that a realistic thing or should I push myself to go? And, and this was, you're probably right that this was so extreme of me having, feeling so much anxiety about the idea of walking in and walking in alone and looking at this big room. Like I, that's hard to, for me to do when I have a big group of my friends, yeah. much less randos that I haven't talked to in fuckity all years. So yeah, I should probably just be okay with the fact that I didn't go to mine. Yeah. I do want to go to make sure that I'm the hottest. <laughs> okay, well, that's part of it is like in a group of 800 people, I will not be the the hottest. And I, I wasn't the hottest in high school. I'm not the hottest now. So then I'll just feel bad about myself for, yeah. for lots of reasons. Mm. I'd find the, like, the handful of people that didn't get fat and be like, oh, fuck them. I shouldn't have gotten fat. Yeah. Do you want to do a listener question? Yeah, let's do a listener question. Okay. Um, you do one. This one comes to us from our Discord server, mm-hmm. if that's okay with you. Sure. Which I am presently starting. En- engaged <laughs> and actively reading. <laughs> um, this one comes to us from Hidden from Discord. Can I go ahead and cross that one off my list? Oh. No, this is what we said. We we're going to like compile our... It's good because it means we both were interested in it. Who do you owe an apology to? And would you find them and do it? Yeah. I mean, uh, my the thing in my head that comes back to haunt me, like, you know, there's like... I mean, I always think about a lot of terrible things that I did in it, like, you know, have that cringy moment in my head. Around high school, there is a consistent thing that always comes back in my head and always has and probably always will is... Um, uh, there was a girl in our, like throughout, um, like, like junior high and high school that like everyone didn't like, cause she was just weird. And I don't know. We thought she was annoying in retrospect. Like now I know she's probably going to be the most interesting person today. We were just like, you're different and weird and don't understand you. Um, and so once I, with two other guys, she missed like a one of our classes and we lied to her and told her um, that our homework was you have to define these three words that are on our vocabulary list. You have to write sentences about all of them or something. Not like. So then she did that homework, but like the next day she turned it into the teacher. Like we didn't think through the <laughs> like, here's my homework. Why are you giving me this? You didn't have homework. These people told me. Like there was just a stupid, I don't know. It was just like in the moment she asked if we had homework and then I went, I can't, I don't remember if I went along with it or was a like active, like it was not my idea. I don't, I don't, I I think part of like, I think that like just reflected my, I want to be included in this, these people. And I think 
we're supposed to be mean to that person and mm-hmm. I don't want to like stand up to anyone or be assertive or like yeah. I, I want to be a, a dude. I feel shitty about that. Um, I would not apologize. I don't think just because I would be too. Yeah, it's a two part question, Kyle. <laughs> I would. I don't think I like that. Just be. I. I don't know. That'd be so weird to walk up and be like, "Remember that time I." I guess so. Like, yeah, it is now about my how I feel about the thing I did. But like, hi, do you remember that time I made you do homework? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels weird to me. Yeah. What about you? Oh God. No. Um. Oh, also that kid I murdered. That maybe I should apologize to his family. Finally, I, I me, nah. <laughs> I'm okay. So when I when I when I read that question or when you ask me that question, I immediately think: Is there anything after all these years I still feel bad about? Because that needs clearing, I think. And the answer is no. Like, there's nothing you feel bad about that you did in high school, like today. I mean, I did bad things. So, so I like I can think like, huh, what should I feel bad about? Mm. And then like dig stuff up. But there's no like lingering. I feel bad about this thing I replayed over and over in my head. Like, there's there's nothing like that. Um, and it's because I'm dead inside. I was that. <laughs> How? Just nothing nothing oh my god at least nothing that's weighing on me like i like if it's like there are things that maybe maybe i would feel differently if the if somebody like reminded me that they happened or that no. like i you know i don't know read my journal or something I, <laughs> I didn't keep a journal in high school so that's not a good idea like uh, it, this is insane to me wow yeah just because i'm so different and i thought everyone was like i didn't think everyone was like me that's not true but like Man, I have so much shit that like just randomly pops up. I um, I don't even remember what I said. I snapped at some girl when she, I don't know, I think she was being nice or something. And like, I don't even remember what I said or the context, but I just remember like that I did it and then immediately felt bad for like the next couple of years. Hmm. And like that kind of feeling comes up. Um, my band teacher in junior high played a uh, rare thing for her to take time to be like, I'm going to actually perform for you something, a piece that I've been working on instead of like, to, and so, and while I, there's like a, again, this is like the stupidest, there's like eight of us in this class and she's playing. And I was like making fun of things she was doing to my friend, like just silently, just kind of like pointing them out and like, and then, and she saw them because we were sitting right in front of her. And like, she stopped playing and was like, yes, I know that like, my face looks weird or whatever I play in this way. Mm. And, and like the idea of that, that I did that is like, again, like, I don't know why that one like was me. Like I, mm. I mm. can't mm. blame it on anyone else. But yeah. I, again, I think that's me thinking I'm trying to be cool by making fun of people. I don't, but I'm like horrified that I would do that. Mm. I feel really guilty about that. Hmm. I should. I won't keep going. But no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm wondering, like, what it says. I'm wondering what it says. Like, it seems on brand for you to have, like, yeah, all oh. of these residual things that like nag at you or gnaw at you, even yeah. however many fucking years later. Yeah. Am I a sociopath? Yeah. Prob- <laughs> I mean, to not have, to not have one. I, 
It is no, no, un- no, no, hold on. I can think of things that I regret and I, should apologize for, but I have to actively pursue where they are in my brain. Yes, I understand I, what you're saying, okay. and that's the crazy <laughs> thing. Like, I, I just, I, yes, it is more on brand that you would have less of those things. You would have come to terms, and like I should, like I shouldn't feel guilty about a random thing I don't even remember I said to some girl once. Like, that is not worth dwelling hmm. over. So I understand you would have less, but to not have just one thing that pops up at least is like insane to me. It's also a long ass time ago. But okay, I won't. Yeah, I don't think we're going to have one. But my twenty fifth would be this summer Hmm. coming up. And I hope you don't have one. That's that's a long long ass time ago. Um, I yeah. yeah. Um, your turn. Okay. This is from By and By on Patreon. Great. Uh, B-I and B-I. Uh, well, you can only do first and last name, so it's By and... Unless their name is By and By. Mm. That's a cool name. Um, uh, that's to be our, like, By mascot. <laughs> by and. Um, so, who did you have a crush on in high school, and do you still think about them today? Oh, God. The fact that I... It, that felt like you maybe didn't want to answer. This feels exciting to me. What, yeah, what? I, I don't want to answer. <gasps> do you not want to? Do you not want to answer enough that you don't want to? An- no, 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 answer? no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Fuck. Like, here, here I am. Open book. Is, <laughs> we, we've already touched on the fact that you can't get me to shut up <laughs> about <laughs> shit I shouldn't talk about. So okay, so I was so gay, <laughs> like. I don't know how I ever hindsight's always 2020 20, mm-hmm. and I, I have no idea how I ever thought that I was just going to like buckle down and not be mm-hmm. because or, or how I ever convinced myself that maybe I'd be straight someday when the right hormone kicked in or whatever the fuck lie I was telling myself because like I had full on infatuated sexual feelings crushes on several dudes in high school mm-hmm. and uh, it's I, I it just to know that and jerk off to that and be totally in denial that it was real and and still like years later marry a woman I, I just what a what a clusterfuck of fucked up psychological horseshit right <laughs> yeah um but yeah are we supposed to name names well it, was, it probably wouldn't matter for me because i don't know i'm not friends with people from high school because i'm a normal person but like you're fr- like your people actually listen to this so yes i want you to name names okay so i had a serious oh god uh jason wayne uh was a, uh, a class jason a, wayne yeah, yeah, exactly a, a classmate of mine who <laughs> then um he is either in or just got out of prison. He's had a really rough life. Um, and, but he's like still at 42 or whatever, like ridiculously jacked. Thanks prison or, or, or whatever. <laughs> um, but like from fifth or sixth grade, I had a crush on him. So every, I think it's sixth grade it, it, at the time. Anyway, I think it was sixth grade. Uh, they send all of the sixth graders to Camp Sispus for a week or two. So, like, you, your whole, the whole grade, all at the same time goes to this, like, off-season Girl Scout camper. I don't, <laughs> I've, I've, I, I don't remember much about it, but I know that it happened. So, like, 
your whole sixth grade year, everybody's like anxiously anticipating this, like we're all going to camp together. Mm -hmm. What a weird program, but like it, it it, it happened. And, and I, I went and I had a camera. I think it was a disposable camera. Nope. It was a real camera, but I had a roll of film to take pictures with. I took pictures of him. Like there's, there are multiple pictures of him because I was super into him and I thought he was beautiful. Did you do it creepily? Like without knowing? Oh no. Okay. Sure. Oh, I I mean, I've definitely done that before, but yeah, that's a, yeah. And uh, this was the eighties. This was Mm. like 89 or 90. This trip was, I'm, I'm almost certain. And like, I just, I had a hard time like functioning whenever he was around Mm -hmm. and that, that stayed into high school and and maybe into now um i mean he could fuck me Mm -hmm. if he wanted to and he's he's i mean i don't think he has a lot of options if he's in jail so maybe that would happen (laughs) um he does still hold the record for javelin at your old high school great wow sure yeah Yeah. that's uh that's your that's you that's your intro line it's like oh you used to do the javelin Wow, that's a long pull. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, so I, I, it was seventh or eighth grade. I joined the track team so that I could be around him. I totally get that. Okay, speaking of the track team, yeah, my I absolutely relate to you that it is like one of those looking back on this moments. It is just there. Yeah. My first like major crush, I was in the seventh grade and Cameron was in the eighth grade and we uh i I did uh cross sorry that's him (gasps) jesus christ (laughs) when you say he's like still jacked like he's like bodybuilder like zero percent body fat jacked yeah (sighs) never mind that's my first crush (laughs) i never knew what crushes were until this moment great okay go ahead sorry Um, Sorry. i thought you might want to see that so i interrupted this broadcast (laughs) yes now return you to your previously (laughs) (laughs) scheduled program um yeah so came oh no maybe i was in eighth grade seventh or eighth grade and uh i was in cross country he was a year older than me and i was one of the few like my age like of that year that that was in it and he was just so attractive yeah he was just so attractive and same like and this is part of the like i would get super nervous when we went to the showers because we would Mm -hmm. do morning practices and have to go to the showers because cross country is a sweaty ordeal Mm -hmm. um and like that was you know generalized anxiety but also specific to him and i didn't know if it was because i was i I wanted to see him but i didn't or i didn't want to see i don't know i i didn't know yeah exactly what i wanted from that so that's one of the reasons i use like disabled shower yeah um and yeah would actively jerk off to him so often yeah like at because i had a crush on him and like that is the moment I agree with you that like it's psychological fucked upness. Like if we, if we just had that experience and didn't have all these pressures, that would be like, Oh, here's a clear sign. I'm gay. Yeah. But the fact that we could experience that and not have that ring of I am gay. And then like we, that's, I don't know. I think I often downplay the societal microaggressions or what, whatever that you call it. But the fact that I did not, take that and say oh okay i'm gay there has to be so much pressure to counteract that very clear sign it has taken a lot of therapy for me to 
not fear my own self-duplicity. And worried that like if I can if I can lie to myself about that, like what else can I lie to myself about? Mm. Like am I am I capable of like strangling a four year old while convinced that I'm still a good person? Like which four year old? (laughs) Some of them deserve it, you know. (laughs) But um, yeah, like. You how, mean like how I just was talking about how I tricked myself into not going to my high school reunion? Yes. Oh, I'm real good at tricking myself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And <gasps> I learned it from that. Yeah. You taught me to lie. Yeah. Not you, but like yeah. in general. You got that. <laughs> you, Mike, I learned it by watching yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to do an announcement? Let's do an announcement. I I have an announcement. Well, what's what is it? Kyle will be announcing something <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay, I thought we could start with um, uh, the new t-shirts because I'm very excited about that. So we have some new t-shirts that fucking Dan designs that say, uh, ooh. everyone needs a fucking Dan. Just hire somebody, pay them nothing, and then make them do things. Or maybe it's- specifically <laughs> hire fucking Dan. I don't know. Um, uh, they are be Bush, be fabulous, be you shirts, and I... And, and now we turn it to Dan live in the field to, to talk more about those shirts. <laughs> All right. So uh, the shirts are available in black and white, and there are also mugs and stickers. All right, I apologize for my weird speech impediment right now. I just had my tongue double pierced. Um, well, you had it single pierced. It was but already the second. pierced. Yeah, the second one. Yeah. So my correction. My, my tongue. Exactly. My tongue is a little swollen and a little sore. Um, so, uh, those will be up on the site at, as of now when you're hearing this and, uh, you can get them in black or white. Um, uh, and they come in, I think it's 13 or 14 different rainbow designs. So the be butch, be fabulous, uh, are both in gray and different fonts. And then BU is all caps and it is in a, uh, various rainbows. So you can get the traditional pride rainbow flag. You can get the Philly rainbow flag, which has the black and brown stripes in addition to the the other stripes. You can get the bisexual flag, the pansexual flag, the transgender flag, the non-binary flag, the genderqueer flag, the aromantic flag, the asexual flag, the leather flag, bear flag, polyamory flag, or the straight ally flag. That feels like there should be a like Dr. Seuss book in there. <laughs> Would you, could you with a pan? Dan, you're my favorite flagget. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you sitting on that one? Don't ask a okay. girl <laughs> to tell her secrets. <laughs> um, uh, I, I think they're really adorable. I really like the um, the the bee butch is in like a gay squirrely font. The bee fabulous is in like a butch heavy font to play on our themes. I just they're adorable shirts and go get one if you want. We don't have um, we're we're trying to get more and more safe for work shirts <laughs> or and merch. So, yeah, something you can wear to the family reunion. Yeah, or your high school reunion. That's so true. So people don't have to ask you if you're gay. You've got a big fucking flag on yep. you. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> How sad are people going to be that BU is spelled E W E? I've been playing so much Minecraft and so focused on sheep, but just I I don't know how it happened. No, th- th- you did a lot of work to get all of that together, and it's, and they're they're super cute, and I hope people like them. So and it you... is not spelled E W E in case that would be a deal breaker. I just really need to emphasize that. <laughs> but if you want your be butch be fabulous be you shirt, you can get it at gayishpodcast.com slash merch. Yeah. Uh, another question. Sure. Your turn. I just asked the question about the apology. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. Um, 
No, I asked the thing about. I know. I uh, know. So this one, this one uh, comes from Jeff Embleton, who made his name up. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, the, the fake persona. But he, he, he asked a question specifically for each of us. So <laughs> I'll start with Kyle. Is this from Discord? Discord. Okay. Discord. Jeff Embleton. Uh, for Kyle. Did you decide to become a writer because of all those dirty stories you wrote about the football team? <laughs> Interestingly, the very first thing I published is about a gay, no, I mean, uh, by dude in a football team in high school. Everybody calls a published author. I, that's <laughs> technically true. <laughs> no, it, I shouldn't even, I shouldn't say it like that. Yes, I've published it. Yeah. In, in Own places. that shit. Own it. Here's your dick. <laughs> Show it to everybody. It has writing on it. I wrote a poem on my dick. It's my modern poetry. Um, oh, actually, <laughs> hold on. Let me jot this down real quick. Um, uh, I, I took a uh, writing class or signed up for a writing class in like in high school, like ninth or tenth grade, and they the first writing assignment was to write about. I think it was like a scary childhood memory or something like, mm. or, or something about a monster. I don't know. Something that I sat down to try to write it and I started writing something and I was like, this is dumb. And I, and then I quit the class mm. and then I justified it while, while this is a part of the factor, it was really my justification to, to outwardly is that um, if you took a, are your feelings coming out? <laughs> I think so. No, this is one of those things. This is actually similar to like being gay of like, I can trace back. I wanted to be a writer, but felt embarrassed about it or whatever and didn't pursue it. Then even though I clearly wanted to, like this is another moment of like repressing what I want. Yeah. Um, um, uh, I said that if you took an advanced class, you could get a 5.0 on your GPA. Mm -hmm. If you took a regular class, you could only get a 4.0 if you got yeah, an A. That's some white people bullshit. <laughs> um, so this class didn't, there was just one creative writing class. So it was not an advanced or AP class. So it would have been a 4.0. Hmm. And that would have brought down my overall GPA and made it less likely for me to get into the top, like, you know, of the class. And so that's the reason I gave. And that's a tiny bit. Like I was really competitive in that way. I was, I think I ended up 13th in my class. Hmm. Um, Maybe you are the hottest. Maybe you were wrong. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Cameron. Oh, he wasn't in my grade. Hmm. Morgan. Hmm. Um, uh, what was the question? That eh, doesn't matter. Just great. There you go. Writing. What was the question for you? <laughs> Uh, for me, um, oh my god, we had so much fun in the school plays. Do you still act and sing? Oh my god, you're gay. Wait, did you have a thing with best male Wait. friend Chris? Probably. I mean, you guys were always together. That's a so two questions. Uh, do you still act and sing? Act only when Kyle lets me and sing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. I try to. Um, in fact, I was doing some of that this morning because I'm <laughs> I'm covering a song for Kyle's documentary. And I was also singing because I was listening to uh, the song Real Groove by Kylie Minogue, which now goes on the playlist. Yes. I wrote it down <laughs> so I'd remember. Uh, her new album came out. It's just like a 80s modern disco. It's called disco, like mm -hmm. dance, happy palooza. Okay. Great. It's Kylie at her Kyliest. 
Awesome. Yeah. I mean, no. That's what um, then, and then uh, did you have a thing with, it has to be Chris, Carlisle. I mean, you guys were always together. Here's the thing. I probably shouldn't say too much. <gasps> and uh, he's like thrice the man he was in high school. And he got a penis enlargement? Maybe. Okay. Um, Wait, he, what? He's, 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 he's grown. He's filled he, out. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but we were uh, roommates in college for uh, a cup, a quarter my sophomore year. And uh, he is now a evangelical, super conservative Christian pastor. Mm. Um, married, has a bunch of kids. And um, I, I, there, nothing ever happened, but damn did it almost. Mm. End of story. Is this something you can't share more of? I probably, I, yeah, you probably shouldn't. Okay, so, okay, okay. 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 I okay. Could, I could bleep out his okay. name too. No, that's fine. Whatever. People, anybody in my life that would care that it would get back to him. First of all, I don't care. Fuck him. Oh. Because of the hate that he spews regularly. Oh, oh this is uh, one of those um, like usually you don't say things about people, but he's so anti-LGBT. You got you can share. That I'm fine nugget. with it. <gasps> yeah. Um. Uh. And and I don't know. I guess what you do. Did did nothing, but there was a brief period of time my sophomore year where I was starting to test the waters and and kind of came out to some people, despite going way back in the closet mm-hmm. when I joined the fraternity, and then and so uh, I went on a date with a dude in Spokane when I was in college, um, uh, and and I, I I lived with 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 Chris, and at that time I started telling my very very closest friends that. I was, I thought I was probably bisexual just to see like how they reacted to that. That got back to Chris who then wanted to have a conversation about it one night. And I could tell by his body language, it's because he felt the same way. Mm. And, and I shut the conversation down because I was not ready to come out to him or have that conversation. So uh, I sort of brushed it off and we never spoke of it again, but like, I'm I'm a good read of people and I'm quite certain that a lot of his homophobic vitriol is based in the fact that he is not totally straight. And that one night in college is what tells me that. This has been gayish. <laughs> we don't need to talk anymore. Fuck. Um okay, so great. Yeah. Uh yes. I was going to say I um had a straight friend <laughs> There was a time <laughs> once um, in uh, junior high, my best friend before my best friend switched over to girls in high school, but I had a male best friend named Aaron. Um, and we, I, I think this is just like, we were so like puberty ridden, mm-hmm. lot laden individuals. Just riddled with puberty. <laughs> just puberty <laughs> everywhere. Um, uh, and we, at one point, we like play truth or dare and i uh, i know right <laughs> start of many a good point but there's like i don't know how we got into this but there was one point where we played the robin song show me love mm. and like kind of like humped each other like mm. fake humped because that was the dare or whatever <laughs> in retrospect <laughs> there's the meme going around about like the the guys that started playing gay chicken in college and like they've been married for 14 years and have their second child <laughs> on the way but like because no one will back no down. one will back down. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I really think that 
it was uh, different than what you're saying. I think this is just because when you're that age and you have all these hormones, you just want to hump something. And mm. like, it, it may be a little bit testing just like, to, but I think it's just like, I don't know what, do you remember that? Like before I figured out how to jerk off, I was just like, what is happening to me? Like, why do mm. I, like, I, mm -hmm. I, I just think there was that tension and whatever. And I think that's why I did it. He's now married. Um, I can't, I think he might be more conservative, but I don't really know. And that's part of the fear of high school shit. But yeah. like, yeah, it's just very interesting looking back on that. Last one is for Dan. You always seemed so excited in biology class when we had to do dissections. What was the deal with that? <laughs> well, because uh, you you love dead things. I love dead things in your freezer. Yeah, I have a dead thing in my freezer. Finally, <laughs> great. <laughs> I went outside and there was a little sparrow that was dead outside my door. I Aww. think it hit a window. Was it? Was it dead before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was very dead. Yeah, uh, it was. It was in rigor mortis, so it, was, it had been dead for a while, but not a long, long time. So mm. it was a good window to catch it. Mm. So I put it in the freezer. And my was it after a full moon? And you can't remember the last <laughs> night, or <laughs> it might have. There was just a full moon. Uh, okay. Okay. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I was very excited for biology. Um, that is very true. Uh, I, I, I knew from a young age, that's what I wanted to study. So I sort of skipped some classes and started biology in my freshman year and my senior year, I was taking a college level anatomy class and, uh, literally carrying, uh, for part of the year, a frog to section around in a lunch pail with me every day because you, you don't dissect it all in one day. You dissect it over a time period and you're responsible for taking care of it and and then I had like I think it was a cow heart maybe or a sheep heart that was in my lunch pail for a, I just I can't I'm not surprised and yet I am very shocked. I'm, like, I'm still <laughs> on. You have to dissect it over the course of several days. I think Jeffrey Dahmer said that too. Like that sounds crazy. We had to dissect rats when I was in high school. Really? In in biology, and yeah. that was real disgusting. It took we, a long time. I think we did frogs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I to this day I have a fondness for the smell of formalin. Hmm. <laughs> Wait, yeah, which is the is that different than formaldehyde? formaldehyde? It's slightly different than formaldehyde, yeah, oh. but it's the same purpose. Okay, yeah. measure biology. <laughs> um, and I figure that can also tease in Patreon. We're going to make sure we answer every Patreon member's questions, and mm -hmm. we'll have uh, more more Dan answers too, dancers as I call them. <laughs> Wait, nope, that's a different word. Um, so <laughs> Dan will dance his answers, and we will interpret them. <laughs> can I pee? Me yeah. too. You what? go first. Wait. What? Hold on. Oh? I mean, yes, you can pee, but first. But first. We asked a lot of our previous guests if they would please send us a well wish for our 200th episode and talk about their answer to the question, have you been to a high school reunion? If so, what was that like? Tell a good story. Yeah. And if not, why didn't you go? Yeah. Here's some of those answers. Wow, that was such a, like you're basically Ellen hosting a game show. <laughs> Great, thanks. Hey guys, Davey Wavy here. So no, I have never been to my high school reunions uh, because I went to an all boys Catholic high school and every day learned about how I would burn in hell for all of eternity. And the idea of like going back to that school and, and seeing those boys again is not particularly high on my list. My strategy was just to like, just to get through, just to get through high school. However, I will say this, that one of my best friends at school is now a popular drag queen. 
And I think the only way that I would go back, now me being a porn producer and her being this fabulous drag queen, is if we could go together arm in arm (laughs) and really give them something to talk about and just solidify our spot in hell. 96, so it's been 24 years for me. Yeah, it's been more for me. Obviously. Okay. Whoa. Okay. All right. Let's, let's introduce ourselves. Here we go. Okay. Hi everybody. I'm Robin. I'm Jamie and we are the co-hosts of if these ovaries could talk and I, yeah, (laughs) that's us. Yes. And I have to say, I have not attended a single high school reunion and it's what? Nope. It's been 24 years. I haven't attended not a single one. I have never either, but I would have thought you would have. Absolutely not. Why didn't you Jamie? You know what? I think that it does have to do with the fact that I am gay and nobody had any inkling of that, I guess, when I was in high school. Um, you guess? Well, because you had a boyfriend all through high school. I did. It's so weird. Um, but I'm super gay now. And yeah. I think I think that is a big part of it. And I don't know how people would respond, although everybody knows now because I have a podcast about being gay. But super gay. <laughs> I'm always shocked even when high school friends like friend me because they know who I am now. Um, but I think it's also because I hadn't really accomplished what I thought I was going to accomplish. I still haven't gotten to that point. So I don't want to go back. No, that's interesting. See, I, I have never either. And I, I didn't at first, because I was like, when I go back, I must've, I I better, I better be on Oprah and then I'll go back and I'll crush all those people that made me feel bad. And then, um, cause I was, I I was a loser. (laughs) Um, but, uh, then it was a little bit about the gay thing, but then interestingly enough, I wrote an essay about um, my 30th high school reunion and not going back and feeling like I was a loser. And, and, and I got, after I put that up on medium, I got so many wonderful emails from people um, from my high school saying like, Oh my God, get back here. We would love to see you. Like, we don't care if you're gay. We don't care. Like whatever, like I got, and like a couple of people being like, I'm sorry. I thought we were friends. Like, I'm so sorry. You had such a hard time. It was like the most wonderful experience. And after that, I thought maybe I will go back. Are you going to go? I don't know. No, let's switch. I'll go to your (laughs) high school reunion and you go to mine and then let's see what happens together to eat. And And I'll just start singing and and people will be like, I really thought you had a better voice. (laughs) And you just go in in a football uniform since I played football and and let's see what happens. I don't know if that's going to work. Can Uh you imagine my four four foot 11 in a football? (laughs) Please, I can. Let's do it. We're doing it. This is what's happening. And so, yeah, neither one of us went. There you have it. Great. Hey, hey, it's Auntie Carell, founder and one-third of the co-host Aunties on Minority Report podcast. New episode every Monday, by the way. Check us out. <laughs> but um, I have not attended my high school reunion. Not because I wouldn't, not because I don't want to, but we haven't had one yet. Um, And as young as I'd like to think I am, it's not because I'm too young to have one. Um, We just never had one. 10 years came and gone and 15s came and went and in a couple years, it'll be 20 years. Um, and no one has made a peep. No one's made a Facebook group group or anything like that. So, um, I don't know if we'll have one ever. <laughs> um, so who knows? And I think they probably looked to me cause I was student council president, but it was supposed to be class president and he hasn't organized anything. And so I haven't either, <laughs> but, uh, kudos to you guys for hitting 200 episodes. Woo. We're hitting our 100th episode here in a couple of weeks, so I know the time and energy and effort it takes to keep this ball rolling. So kudos to you guys. and still looking good while doing it. Ow. But uh, we'll catch up with you guys soon. All right. Take care. This is Murph Johnson. Michael. Kyle. Fucking Dan. 
Yes, I have been to a class reunion. I went to one, one time, my 10-year reunion, which was a little over 10 years ago. Uh, 20th reunion didn't happen, hashtag COVID. Um, I didn't have any experiences as a LGBTQ person, uh, since I'm not. Um, however, um, a classmate of mine, um, her name is Bailey Muffet, and when I knew her, uh, her name was Muffet uh, in high school. And, uh, and I had several classes together, and she was in the military, and I think recently got out. I'm not sure. I, I don't follow social media anymore. Um, but um, I know that she was pretty highly decorated. Uh, while in the military, um, and transitioned while in the, in the military. And, um, yeah, it's an interesting story. I, I don't know much about her, uh, really. I haven't kept in touch or anything like that. But uh, being a small school, as you know, as Michael talks about every freaking episode he can talk about, um, how tiny-ass, podunk bullshit our town was growing up. So, um, anyways, just uh, something that I experienced. And, yeah, cheers. Happy 200. Bye. Well, thanks, you people, for saying things that are nice to us that we totally listened yeah, to just now. Yeah, the, the, oh, that was pretty good. Um, uh, so our next announcement. Yeah, another announcement. Um, I have an announcement. <laughs> what is it, Mike? Kyle will be announcing our Patreon changes. I felt I feel bad because I'm doing the announcements, but I was the one. You're that the one that wrote notes. them down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You own them now. I you, own you, you these peed on them. Oh no. Uh, okay, this is one of some of the weird shit that I like have only learned from you. It's fine to just be honest about. Like usually I would have been like, we shouldn't tell listeners what I've written or and we should have planned this ahead of time and like that's the weird stuff that I like incorrectly overly worry about oh. and like don't want to be honest about yeah honesty oh i mean okay so i'm a i'm a i'm 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 a i'm a people pleaser or something i i just i know that the word people, slut mike the word great, slut. great. <laughs> i i know i imagine that there's a large segment of our listenership that enjoys knowing the things that happen behind the scenes and yeah. so that makes me want to expose them yeah and expose myself yeah hey everyone <laughs> when we met before this i took the notes yeah <laughs> ooh, ooh. okay uh updates to patreon we are um updating and adding and tweaking some of our levels so uh update for our 50 dollar uh a month uh gap bridgers uh two things one we're going to start adding a monthly poll where each month uh, we'll we'll throw out several episode ideas and have y'all vote on them. And whichever one gets the most votes is an episode we will do that month. So another, you know, you get to pick your own episode once you've been a, a Gap Bridger for, for three months, but then you'll ongoingly be able to, ongoingly, <laughs> um, be able to help decide what uh, topics we talk about. Yeah. And it's your show. It's your show, barely brought to you by <laughs> Kyle and Mike. <laughs> um, um, and uh, uh, this one is an exciting one. You say this one because it's your idea. Yeah, uh, we will also. Uh, <laughs> uh, or no, maybe uh, I should say it because no, we, <laughs> we 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 decided that if you've been a Gap Bridger for a year, then you are more or less a 
permanent part of the show. And so as long as you remain a Gap Bridger, we are going to say the names of those people every episode as a thank you. So at the, at the end of every episode, we will say the list of all of our active Gap Bridgers uh, as long as they've been a Gap Bridger for the equivalent of a year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and uh, we'll, we're starting that this episode and there are two people so far. So yeah. stick around to see if it's you. Yep. <laughs> see and stick around. What? Oh yeah, oh, those, they're called. We're, we're calling them the Super Gap Bridgers. Thanks, yes, Dan, thanks, for Dan. flexing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then, uh, our twenty-five dollar thing. We've just heard everyone. Ah, oh, man, this is the stuff that when people say, "I feel like you're lying about that," we've heard from our listeners. We've heard from you, our listeners, that you want more video content, and yeah. so um, we will uh, uh, start to video our uh, Patreon segments. Yep. And post the video of those i was just yeah like i guess starting now starting now <laughs> great enjoy everybody we, we planned only as far as that idea but yes we will start to have videos sorry in advance for the low quality video this month <laughs> well, <laughs> and it'll get better ongoing. i'm or sure maybe not yeah. we don't know yeah. stick around join at a 25 dollar level to find out 25 dollar level is a new level that that we're adding um and you will also get a signed uh gayish logo t-shirt yeah, which uh, people said people said uh, so all of our Patreon supporters, regardless of at what tier are invited to our quarterly Zoom uh, Patreon uh, Zoom. Zoom. Happy hour? I said Zoom happy hour. Yeah. Video calls. We have video calls with all of our of our all of our all of our supporters. And um, we just had one the day after the election, which that was a terrible idea, at least for me, psychologically and emotionally. Mm. But we did it. And one of the things that came up in that call was that uh, it would be nice to, for whatever reason, have our signatures on shit, which I feel even weirder about than Kyle. But we heard you and we're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, just a, a minor update on, on the $15 level. You right now get a free shirt. We're going to make that the... Uh, gayish logo shirt that is the uh, the free shirt that you get from now on. It used to be uh, be bush be fabulous be you, but we want to make it a bullshit safe. is bullshit. Great, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it used to be bullshit is bullshit. We wanted to make it a safer work one. Um, so that that you'll get that uh, for free. Free. That's weird. But at the fifteen dollar level, and at twenty five, you'll get a signed one. Great. Um, so join our Patreon. Okay, back to questions. Sure. Back to questions. This is from Scene Hazen, potential super gap bridger, but stay tuned to figure <laughs> out um, from Patreon. Uh, what is your funniest memory and why? Funniest memory? Mm-hmm. Like, ha, 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 funny. Huh. I mean, in, in high school, there was a time when I drove my very first car uh, that was mine and not like the family car was an 81 Honda Accord hatchback. And one day for lunch, we tried to get as many people into it as we could <laughs> and drive down to the gas station to get sodas, I think. Um, I, I didn't do drugs or anything, so like there was there was no way that that was why. But we were just like, let's see, let's see how many like Crisco slathered bodies we can force into this hatchback <laughs> and then go somewhere like we're a clown car. And uh, I think we fit 10 people wow. in like the tiniest car <laughs> ever. And... I'm I'm surprised nobody was injured, but just like it was a nonstop just laugh fest. It really yeah, was yeah. like like all of these just bodies piled into this huge ass 
mess anyway i really enjoy stories that need proactive clarification that i was not on drugs <laughs> like <laughs> i'm gonna tell you this and to clarify this is not related to drugs yeah. uh, how about you i i uh, have fond memories of uh the bus rides to and from the uh football games where um because uh, i was in the band uh, for us to perform and that was like a I don't know. Like, it was just like a, you know, riding on the bus with all your buds and you had like your person that you always sat with. So you knew like where you sat and then you would talk across the seats to people. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think maybe not like one specific like memory, but those are just like some of my most enjoyable memories. Yeah. I band band bus trips were fantastic. Yeah. Because we used to have to come over here for state basketball tournaments uh, over here from Yakima County to Seattle, which that's like a two and a half hour drive, give or take longer because if you're on a bus and they were great. We had so much fun. And and we'd go to um, after the game. Sometimes we go to IHOP. Yeah. And like that is just like earnest, uh, just childhood enjoyment. Like there's nothing better than like. I'm sure at the time it was not like, I love, I'm sure I was like, am I going to fit in or do, am yep. I going to sit in the right, like, but just looking back on it, that just feels like just this genuine, honest feeling of enjoyment and happiness yep. when we did that. I was in a group that I liked with people that I was friends with. And I, one of the happiest times in my life I can remember is my junior and senior year of high school. Um, I was kind of a leader and then drum major um, of the band. So like, I felt like I was cool in the band world or like cool in the gang. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Quick, Dan, what's one of their songs so I can force it its way onto the Spotify list? Are you talking about <laughs> celebrate good times? Yeah. Come on. Oh, this is not Coolio and no. the gang. Okay. No, no. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh no. It's your turn. It's my turn. Yep. This one's from, <laughs> from patreon uh, yeah for patreon uh we've tried to say his name before but you know Irk is the best i can do it's like goethe but not but a different. Um, what title what superlative for example best ass did you win slash would you win at the end of your high school time did you win any no, I, I turn it around on you because I just I didn't win any, and I assume you had a better chance. No, of I, winning I, I don't think. I, I mean, our yearbook did them. I just don't. I, I don't think I got any of them. Hmm. Um, that would be something I feel like you would distinctly remember if you won. Yeah, I think I would remember too. So okay. that makes me think I didn't have. It didn't okay. happen. I also didn't win. It's one of those. That is one of those moments where it's a popularity mm -hmm. contest that you like. I personally knew I wasn't going to win, and it feels like this um, Mean Girls moment of like, but there's a part of me that really wants to have been nominated for something because I want to be like, even in the list, and I wanted people to like, you know, it'd be like one of those. <gasps> I'm nominated for something. Oh, that's so cool. I'm so you know like that one of those moments that I just wanted to have enough. Of course I wasn't, and it made sense. I was not like yep, yep, cool like everyone else. But so. now, what should you have won, even though you didn't? I mean, he already said it. Best ass, sure. Let's stick <laughs> with. We can stick with that. Um, what should I have? I don't. Best. This is funny because like you have to say something nice about yourself. Well, I oh. no, I don't. Mm -mm. I was gonna say best at just kind of like existing 
with an unoffensive way. <laughs> Highest level of mediocrity. Yeah, it's just like, I'm kind of okay with everyone and no one really hated me and I don't think I really hated anyone. And so it was like kind of okay. I think my brother being in sports and him being just a year older than me, yeah. like made it so I was like kind of okay with his sports friends. And so I was just kind of like medium. I was just kind of medium to everyone. I just kind of slid through yeah. being okay. Yeah. Which is why I would never win one of these things because I intentionally tried not to be too distinct or have any distinct thing or yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you have won? Most likely to marry a robot. <laughs> no, I can't I, tell I, if you're making a joke about your ex-wife or data. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> um yeah. it reminds me of the Robin song, I am not a uh Fembot. Is that a real song? Mm -hmm. I've got some news for you. Okay. Ten bucks. Oh, yeah. Feelings I, too. Have, I do know that song. Yeah. Great. Most likely to tell you he's smart. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you were like the smartest or one of the smartest in your graduating class? I don't know. Um, Or like, do you kind of think you are, but you're, you can't say it? No, this, this is, this is problematic, but uh, whatever. I I mean, I, I think, I, I I think I was and, and most likely because I was ADHD that never translated into grades. And unfortunately Mm. we as a society seem to think that there's a direct line between intelligence and academic achievement Mm -hmm. when there's not. Mm -hmm. And like they've shown SAT scores are a reflection of your income. Like <laughs> you, if you chart SAT scores against income, if you make more money, you will do better than them. And when you think about like, because you can take tests and prep things and whatever, like it makes sense. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so I don't know, like I, I feel bad. I was not valedictorian. I was not salutatorian. I wasn't even fucking close. Mm-hmm. I was like the middle of my class, but uh, I still managed to go to, college and that was kind of a shit show academically <laughs> but i ended up graduating like um uh but like i had a reputation for knowing shit that's for sure and i had a reputation for being argumentative <laughs> um and that doesn't surprise me yeah i um you know i was saying that like i i quit that writing class to to try to fight for a higher spot like at the, at the in the like you know gpa rankings or whatever that is one of those things I look back and think, why did I do that? I think because I thought I was supposed to, or that was a, th- I mean, I, I felt like I was reasonably intelligent. So it made sense that that was something I would care about. But to the extreme that I would drop that writing class, I'm like, I wish I did not care as much about that part of things. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was a net. It, it, I mean, it probably like pushed me and I took some AP classes, but it like, I didn't have to push myself that hard. Like it probably is not a net benefit that I pushed that hard of like, I could have been number 50 in the class or a yeah. hundred or something. Yeah, and it wouldn't yeah. have. And I could have enjoyed stuff more. Yeah. Yeah. I could have enjoyed stuff more gayish. <laughs> um, also one of my very best friends from high school is for sure. Like one of the smartest people I know in the entire world. And I should not, claim to be even close to as smart as she is because she oh. she does like genetic research on nematodes at harvard or some shit or uh, johns hopkins um anyway she's like what's a nematode a worm why didn't you just say because <laughs> they're specific kind of worm sure great this is from 
Felix Palafox from Patreon. Hey. Hi. Um, <laughs> uh, this is a little bit different uh, kind of take on what we asked. Uh, more about the show. What has been the hardest episode for us to do, whether it is not finding information on the theme, lack of interest, or random circumstance, or just simply hard to talk about? I think I would like to answer all three of those in reverse order. The, the last one being, uh, what was the hardest to talk about? Yeah. Um, dogs is way up there. Uh, Which is a really interesting one where like you get into weird things that we don't expect. Like I don't know. Did you expect dogs? I mean, you knew you were going to talk about Trevor and your dog. Yeah. Or I guess, did you know going into it is going to be hard? That was like the week after Boomer left my life. Oh, and like okay. I was, you knew. Yeah, I knew. I knew. Which is why, like, like we've said it before, when, when we're sitting down and talking about, like, hey, what should our episode schedule be like? If if there's an idea that comes up and we're like, oh fuck, no, I don't want to, mm-hmm. we're likely to do it then yeah. because of that feeling. Yeah. Um, and for me, like, breakups was one of those where I felt uncomfortable doing it, but we had done it enough to know, like, I could kind of skip the like, oh, I'm uncomfortable with this, I can't, I'll do that, and I knew that that was. Mm-hmm. in my brain i could like jump over that part of the process and just be like i'm ready to do this and we should do this now yep gay divorce was hard same reason mm-hmm. um and weddings was like surprisingly difficult and like, that was more oh for me that was more about just like the structure of like sit down and talk on your own and yeah. not having is, is that what you're yeah meaning a- absolutely well and and the stuff that bubbled up i think that like like me being mm. separate but knowing that it was going to make it to the air potentially led us to explore a, it was a really different tone and and I, I still love that episode after all this time yeah. and you did all the work on that it was it was it was great that one got dark. except the confident or uh, except the compliment thank you yeah great you're welcome no i wasn't gonna dispute it It just like got dark without one of the benefits of interacting with you is like then we make jokes and like but when i'm on my own i don't do that to myself so i feel like that's part of why it got like kind of dark i think someone made a recent is like recently is listening to the back catalog and said something about this episode but the episode about fashion i just didn't care and had to like really stretch to find things i cared about that like i don't want to let people down i want to talk about the topic but i also don't want to talk about shit i don't care about so yeah and and that uh not a ton but like that episode got some pushback they're like y'all fuck that episode up i i I actually think (laughs) okay this is one of the few times where i think criticism reflects a, a good thing like i'm i'm able to take that criticism and say like i yes that their criticism is absolutely true we did not talk about fashion as much as you would expect or it was very different than our other topics and that reflects our lack of interest in fashion so the fact that we didn't talk a ton about our favorite styles or designers or whatever is the point of it like that shows that we don't care about fashion and defies the stereotype, which is what we're trying to show. My favorite design house is uh, Old Navy. <laughs> there, we made up for it. <laughs> we t- well, I forget at one point we talked about, I think it was on a Patreon segment of like, what have white people contributed to like society and festivals and celebrations or anything? And I think- Mayonnaise-based like, salads. i mean i think i said something like i mean irish there's like saint patrick's day someone was like the old navy fourth of july sale (laughs) and i was like ah fuck (laughs) that's so true that's the one great um was it has it been hard talking about your blags (laughs) (laughs) 
great. I super casually asked. You did so great. Did you I? Did so great. It's our Polari word of the week, everybody. That is our Polari word of the week. Blags? Blag. B-L-A-G. Okay. Uh, bl- I, I was, this time I looked through the Polari words just to be like, what word is just, so, and I saw blag and I was like, I think Tina Fey has said this many times in 30 Rock. A blag is uh, a verb to make a sexual pickup, like picking someone up. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. What, is there something potentially it problematic? It does sound slurish, doesn't I, it? I was like, oh, <laughs> that, please let it not be that. What? Black fag? Yeah. Oh! A blag? Wow, I didn't even think of that. Well, that's because you're a millennial. Your brain works different than ours. <laughs> I don't hear color. <laughs> oh, no. Um, yeah, so you can like blag. But it's a verb. It's a verb. You blag someone or on someone. I don't know. They don't talk about the Blag all over their face. <laughs> sure. Pick, pick up all over their face. I don't think that's. I think you did it wrong and bad. It's the Polari word of the week, blag. Oh, we have an announcement, everybody. Wait, Kyle. Mike. I have an announcement. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what could that possibly be? You're going to make an announcement about the Polari word of the week. That's true. My announcement is that with a heavy heart, I have to say that Mike has a big announcement about it. <laughs> Great. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, my fellow Americans, it's time for us to come together. <laughs> Spell come. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I'm gonna count to three. Everybody jizz. Um. No. Uh. So we we've given it some careful thought, and we've decided that it's just too hard to keep doing it. We're gonna stop the Polari word of the week. Yeah. Uh, with this week's fantastic, <laughs> totally undetected insertion <laughs> by Kyle. Surprisingly, one of my best. In, like that's which is reflective of how good I do that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. We, thank you, Polari, for serving us well. We're throwing you in the trash just like the rest of us did. We had a good run, but now we are tired and <laughs> we need some carbs. And we're gonna save that energy to lag you. <laughs> um, Great. Everyone loves announcements about things being taken away, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> or some people were like, I hated that all along, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whatever. Great. Bona Nevada, your Dali Eldeek. So let's uh, actually, while we're at it. Oh. We, sure. we, we had some more um, lovely well wishings and recordings. Yeah. And, and, and we're going to play some of those right now. Are you a professional podcaster? Yeah. Because you did that real good. Hello, this is Ant from the Sex Education Podcast. What's your safe word? And I honestly wish I would have gone to my reunion, but I was just too nervous. As somebody who generally came out to pretty much everyone in their lives during college, my high school experience was not the best. I remember the people. I still know and follow some of them on Facebook, but at the time, I just didn't want to go and tell all of my <laughs> past uh, student classmates that I was doing sex work and porn and go-go dancing on the weekends. Just, you know, Bobby was going to come in and be like, oh, I'm, you know, starting my law degree, and Susan and Karen are over in the corner talking about, you know, whatever businessy stuff they're doing. And I'm over in the corner just, you know, uh, sliding down the school pole. And No, <laughs> totally kidding. I honestly was doing sex work, but... My high school experience wasn't great, and so I didn't feel like and didn't need to justify that I was doing good, doing well, if I was actually, (laughs) if I had a college degree, 
that I was doing well and that I was living my best life. I was happy. I was having some great sex. I was having great relationships. I was, I mean, I was fully employed as well at a full-time job and doing really well as an LGBTQ person that wasn't out in high school. And part of that, I think, was helpful to my own personal well-being um, and just taking care of my own mental health. I don't need the, the reminders of being that awkward, nerdy little kid in uh, very, very ill-fitted clothing. Because right now I'm I'm thriving. I am living, hashtag living, my best life. Hey, Justin Michael Williams here. And oh my gosh. All right. So I was class president. And because I was class president my senior year of high school, one of them overachieving ass kids, <laughs> I was tasked with planning our reunion. And to be honest with you, I didn't even really want to go to the reunion in the first place, let alone to plan it. I moved away from, you know, home to go to college when I was 18. And I didn't have very much interest in even attending in the first place. But since I was responsible for planning the reunion, I thought, all right, I might as well do this and make it fun. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do something that I would want to go to. Break beyond the molds, break beyond all the things that we think a reunion is supposed to be, and let's make it fun. So what we did is instead of doing a reunion at night, we actually did a big day party. And we rented out this entire like bar club restaurant and got a DJ. And what was so amazing about it is there was no dressing up, no dressing fancy, no trying to put on. Just come casual, come as you are. And it was so incredible. And I want to tell you that in that experience, I learned three things. And I'll start with the most shallow (laughs) and then go to kind of the deeper level. So most shallower stuff. Number one, big thing that I learned is that almost everyone who teased me about being gay when I was in high school also turned out to be queer or lesbian or bi or something themselves. And so it really shows that thing that we know that when people are angry or mean to us or they bully us or they tease us, they're really, really defending against something that they can't face inside of their own selves. So that was number one, really got proven to me that when I went to my reunion. And then number two was that the gay or the queer ones, whether they were men or women or trans or anything in between, seemed to be really the most put together (laughs) because none of us had kids. And so it was like we had this incredible opportunity to step into a different angle of our lives um, a little bit further than a lot of the people who had followed a more traditional path and gotten married and had kids. And then the final point that I think is important for me to mention is that the thing is that the move on getting people to come out during the day instead of having them come to an evening event where people had to dress up and go on diets and do all the stuff that everybody tries to do for their reunion, it really lowered the pressure and allowed us to show up as our authentic selves. And the reason why this is really popular or really important rather is because so many of us weren't able to even know who we were authentically when we were in high school. But to be able to come back and show up in my fullness of my gayness and my sexuality and all that I am, you know, it was really the first time that I was ever able to be around those same high school people, but feeling like I could be my full self in front of them. And for that, it felt like a very full circle moment. 
and a really full circle healing for that 14-year-old boy inside of me who just wanted to know that he was enough. So that's what I learned. And uh, high school reunion, 20-year, coming up soon. <laughs> Hi. Hey. I'm Matt from the X-Rated Movies Podcast. And I'm Ryan from X-Rated Movies Podcast. Wow, we're both on the same podcast. Hey. What are the coincidences? How about that? Hey, gayish guys, Mike and Kyle, congratulations on 200 episodes. Yeah. Yeah, paced us for some reason. Yeah, how'd that happen? I don't know. Did we start around the same time? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Anyway, did you go to your high school reunion? No. Did you go to yours? No. Glad they asked us. Yeah. Um, why? Why didn't you go, Ryan? <laughs> I don't know. I saw Romy and Michelle's high school reunion, and I was like, oh, I get it. Also, Gross Point Blank was around that time, so I was like, You, you already had the feel. Yeah. You, you had the experience. I don't know. I, I wasn't into high school ten years after I was done with it. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like I romanticize high school, whether it has to do with me being queer or otherwise. Hard to say. It could just be that it was an unpleasant experience all around, and uh, I don't quite understand why people romanticize it. Here, here. That's my feelings on the subject. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you want more banter like this, uh, follow us, uh, X-Rated Movies, wherever you get your podcasts. Bye, Mike and Kyle. Bye. Hey, this is Jarrell, a.k.a. Auntie Hennessy from Minority Report. I have actually been to a high school reunion. Um, I had to plan mine as class president, and it actually went really great. Um, we didn't have a whole bunch of people come out just because, you know, 10 years later, you know, life changed. <laughs> and a lot of people just had things going on. But um, personally, for me, the high school reunion was a great experience. Um, am I looking forward to planning my 20th? Hell no. <laughs> but it is what it is, um, and that's what I get for running for class president. Okay, another another question? Yeah, should, what, should this be our last one? Or? It can be our last one. Well, okay, we don't have to decide yet. Next question. We received another question <laughs> on Patreon <laughs> from Daniele Gianotti, and they asked us, what's the most embarrassing moment? during school what was your most embarrassing moment kyle here it is here is it time have you had enough wine yet okay this is one of the things that i am um, i don't know i'm bad at thinking about embarrassing moments because i'm like anxious during all of it so um there was well i don't know if the um the thing that just jumped to my mind is um in history class i there were like occasional like little pockets where I felt like I could be goofy and, and like there was a history class where I felt like I was kind of the class clown and the teacher and I had a good Mm -hmm. like relationship. Like that was not who I was in general, but like something about that class just made it work. And there's one time where I was being like super, super goofy. And then my, uh, and like talking a bunch and kind of like, it was one of those things where I thought it was, I think it was fine and they kind of were going along with it. So I knew I wasn't. And then at one point though, he said, um, I have, I have one word for you, detention. And then I was like, oh, fuck. And like, I didn't actually get detention. So like, but it was just like, all of a sudden shut me down. And I was like, <laughs> oh God. Like, then I start to think like, oh God, was I making an idiot of myself? Like I was, I always question when I am like, 
looking back on it, like, oh, did I probably talk too much? And people thought that was really embarrassing and they probably hated it and probably thought I was being stupid. And I thought it was funny, but it really wasn't and whatever. So then like all of a sudden, like him just saying that, I don't know if he was joking or really was angry and trying to get me to stop, but like it just shut me down completely. Wow. So anxious. What about the signs (laughs) from early on? Apparently. Yeah. I I think some of it is like, I didn't know that everyone didn't. How does everyone not feel that? Like, um, what about you? Uh, I am having a flashback. So this is great. Mm. Um, so yeah. Um, how did all of this go down? It's seriously like like slowly piecing together. So talk about people I owe an apology, but for like a like a real fucked up way. Oh my god. Okay. So when I was in middle school, I was a TA for a teacher. And I'm trying to remember how all of that worked. I just I had a free period or something. I forget. But Mr. Hollenbeck, I was I it was his TA and I graded his papers and then entered his entered data into his computer, which was like an Apple II or something at the time. Anyway, um there was a like study hall kind of a thing happening there, like detention. And it just happened to be scheduled at the same time. So I was in there working while these like two people that had all day detention were also in the classroom, one boy and one girl. And to this day, I'm nervous about like saying who it is or whatever. Anyway, I looked up from the computer a couple of times to see him full on exposing himself to her. So this male student pulling his shorts back so that his dick and balls were hanging out to expose himself to this girl that was also in detention because of the way the desks were. And like, uh, could she see it? Did she see it? Oh, yeah, for sure, because she said to him out loud, you're disgusting, and he kept doing it. And then I, like, looked down and, like, just focused on my work. Mm. Fast forward, and uh, I had told a couple of people that I saw this happen, and I, I told the teacher, because this was, like, weeks later, the teacher asked me, you were there that day, did you see this? And I said, yes, and he said, I'm really disappointed in you that you didn't say something at the time, mm-hmm. which, like, is horrible. But even more horrible, uh, I was in the lunchroom, it was lunchtime, and this man I'd never seen before came and said, I need to talk to you. I st- I'm, like, 12 years old takes me like around the corner outside on the side of the building. So it's not like, like to an, like I'm, I still feel safe in that. Like there are people nearby, but like, it's just the two of us. And he says, I hear you've been talking about this person, meaning the boy that exposed himself. It would really be best for you and your family. If you never said a word about that again. (gasps) And I was terrified and i this is the i think the first time i've ever spoken about it (gasps) like come to find out it's this this guy's lawyer he lawyered up because there was a whole thing pending and he threatened me and my family to shut up and not talk about what i had seen that day and i did i shut up and have not talked about what i saw that day um holy shit yeah 
That's fucked up. Yeah. Super duper fucked up. Great. 30 years ago. No, that uh, like <laughs> it, it there're like a couple things that I'm like thinking of, you know, like obviously like there are many breakdowns in the process, but kind of thinking about like and kind of analyzing what happened there. First of all, makes sense that if you were in a really shitty way, if you're a lawyer, what's the cheapest way I can achieve this? Like my end goal and clearly intimidating you worked real well, was cheap for him, got what he needed. Yep. His client didn't experience backlash over that. Yep. Also, if you get a lawyer, clearly, you know, it's to the degree where you need a lawyer. Like, yeah, you like that is not just a like, oh, a thing happened once like that is a maybe he had an ongoing problem or something. Can I use the financial resources of Gayish Media LLC to have Dan figure out what that whole thing was about? <laughs> Do you want him to really dig into <laughs> private investigator? Who I mean, that guy, that lawyer was. And the, yeah, my, I mean, this could be like our serial, you know, like how she's like at 942 on this day when you were a junior in high school. Yeah. What did the penis look like? Oh, God. Yeah. Was it a good penis at least? I think that's so. a fucked up thing to say to like someone who got exposed to you know well and i wonder if that's why i didn't say anything like oh. had i had I, had I been straight and like not kind of into it would i have defended her better or spoken up more like how afraid was i of saying to people I, I saw a penis and it was totally inappropriate but i was kind of into it yeah like, there's like those I, things feel related or parallel i could see how you'd be worried that one thing could lead to the other thing yep even though it wouldn't yeah Yeah. anyway i mean it's also like something where we i think are better at teaching young people like what is okay and not okay and i don't think that's something that happened as much in the past of like showing your dick to someone is not a fun joke yeah like exposing yourself to someone is like a sexual crime yep not the fun sexual crime that i want people to commit to me yep in a consensual way. Yep. It's like a, yep. Yep. wow, that's crazy. Yep. So with that, let's make an announcement. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Let's make an announcement. Great. Here we go. Hey Kyle. Hey Mike. I have an announcement. <gasps> what? You're going to make an announcement. I, I forget the other announcements. Oh, okay. Great. You're, you're I really will. Notes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the last thing just uh, to mention is that you may start to hear, um, ads that are specifically about some nonprofits. Um, yeah. And so what we're starting to do, what we're going to try to do is... We have um, a lot of what they call in the business inventory. <laughs> that they In the digital <laughs> marketing world, we have available inventory that we want to dedicate some of that inventory ad slots to um, nonprofits. So some of the ads you may hear would be either nonprofits that reach out to us or our favorite nonprofits like the Trevor project who said like, sure, you can run an ad, but like, make it very clear. You are not associated with us, <laughs> which was like a really bitchy response that is understandable. <laughs> like, you know, um, so if you have a nonprofit you want to promote, shoot it to us and we'll consider it for that kind of yeah. thing. And um, like, we're going to soon run an ad for the Orlando gay chorus, yeah. um, which is something we're both super excited about and happy to support. Yeah. And, uh, so if there if there are fun causes like that out there in the world that you think could benefit from us talking about them yeah. in, in a good way. Yeah. Especially if yeah, five one C three nonprofits like that it's distinctly like a not a for profit business kind of thing. You know, we want to help promote LGBT shit. Yep. Because we like LGBT shit and want more of it. So let us know. I have a question. What is your question? Should we take a break? 
Wait, before that, okay, should good. we play one more Oh yeah. set of people saying nice things or, or high school things? Yeah, one last reel. One last, what are they, package. One last package of people who wrote in about their package. <laughs> Great. Well, I, you know, there was the Princess Bride, and uh, those guys look so freaking old. And, um, well, like 90210, it was like the first um, reunion since they um, stopped the show in 2013. And... the trading spaces when everybody looked pretty good. They, you know, they weren't that old when they were um, recording that. And then Steve Carell and um, that Krasinski, Krasinski, that guy, <clears throat> the other guy, um, had just the two of them in the reunion thing. And um, it was pretty funny. But, um, yeah, my favorite um cast reunion was uh grace and frankie though because that was such a great show um i didn't see jane on on there but uh lily tomlin she looked funky she looked really hmm, like more herself i'm sure but she had flat hair glasses and stuff so it made her look kind of old but um Anyway, yep, that's the cast reunion stuff I have. Hi, Mike and Kyle. It is Marco and Tony from the Relationship Podcast. Thank you both so much for inviting us to be a part of this very cool segment. And congratulations on your 200th episode. Yay! So excited for you both. So regarding reunions. Yeah, so I didn't go to my high school reunion, not because of my queerness, um, but because I had a very tiny uh, graduating class and they wanted some ridiculously large amount of money for some crappy venue with nothing included. And I was like, well, that's not a reunion. Like, why isn't it at the high school? Like, what's going on? Like, I don't know. Maybe I was wrong, but I just assumed the high school would like let you use the gym or whatever for a reunion. But no, it was it was this horrible venue, but it was a tiny town in a dry county. So what else could it be? Yeah. So I went to high school in Las Vegas mm-hmm. and surprise, surprise, I went to a performing arts high school. Oddly enough, though, I wasn't out in high school. So that was a whole thing. Um, I think because of social media, though, a lot of the people that I went to high school with already knew about my queer identity before I even came to the reunion. Mm -hmm. So it was great because I got to hang out with some of my old high school best friends and got to have fun with them and was drunk for like three days. Um, (laughs) But my high school reunion consisted of us going to a casino hotel pool and partying like uh, our lives depended on it with like cabana service and all services and all that good stuff so we had a really good time so um and everyone loved it and was completely comfortable and okay with it so and you showed them pictures of me and told them about me talked and, about yeah. my then boyfriend mm-hmm. the entire time and everything yep. was fine it was all good so we're all good thank you guys congratulations talk to you soon bye Hey guys, this is Dwan Hawkins with uh, Minority Report. And the question was asked, have you uh, gone to your high school reunion? Um, And I've been out of high school for now uh, more than 20 years and I have never gone to my reunion. Um, I couldn't get away from those folks fast enough. Um, I was excited to graduate and become my authentic gay self and um, quite frankly didn't have any relationships, friendships that were really worth um, navigating those uh, those tumultuous years of self-discovery to want to circle back and like find out you know anything really about 
these high school folks that I'm no longer connected to. So um, hope this answers the question. I'm excited to see where everybody else lands. Haha, that was great. (laughs) Good job. That was the best group, I probably. Yeah, for sure. Why is my mom so crazy? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't listened to it yet, but I don't even need to. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Wow, that was weird, I assume. (laughs) (laughs) So now can I ask my question? Oh, sure. Yes. Should we take a break? Uh, Wait, I have an announcement. Hey, Mike, I have an announcement. Oh, hey, Kyle. Yeah, we can take a break. Okay. (laughs) I hear to fourth announce (laughs) an announcement. Break. Break. Great. Break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. 200 episodes, Kyle. Are we still phoning it in? So are we back? Yes. <laughs> We're back. We're back. <laughs> We're going to do our gayest and straightest. We're going to do our gayest and straightest, but first. But first, but first. But first, but first. I wanted to clarify uh, for the uh, Patreon benefits. We're gonna, we've are gonna. we been starting to post some of those like random behind the scenes videos here and there and what have you. Yeah. Um, we're, we're going to keep doing that, uh, yeah. but the like more like. The, the beatings will continue until morale improves. What? <laughs> I got drunk. I told you. Go ahead. Cool. Okay. But uh, but the like the uh, the twenty five dollars is going to be the like, consistent uh, like weekly videos that we're going to give you of like us recording the the content that you hear. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the you know just to um, also mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. I think we forgot to say this in the main episode because it went on for so long. But um, <laughs> uh, my roommate is moving out, mm-hmm. and when he does, I'm going to have an extra room. Mm-hmm. And we're going to turn that extra room into a studio. Yeah. And Gaish is going to be recorded from that studio instead of this dining room starting about January 1st, give or take. That's Yeah, that's very exciting because like, I mean, especially for you because you don't have to like put up and take down all of the shit every single time. Worst. Like we record enough <laughs> that it would be nice to just have it sitting out all the time and, and have a distinct space that like you don't have to turn your fridge off. Like it's just yeah. set up for recording. Yep. Yep. And uh, we also decided that <laughs> whoever the current running lifetime donation total max winner guy dude. Champion. Champion. Not necessarily dude, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that gets to be the person that we name the studio after. So it, it could change every week or it, it's probably going to be one person for a long time until someone catches up. So yeah. So it's going to be like the whomever, whomever uh studio yep. recording room yep so come january 1st you can expect us to start saying that we were recorded from the blah 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 studio yeah and i don't uh, maybe we'll like do the more formal who it is when that happens and but i mean i think we know we would know who it would be right now if we'd see um <laughs> <laughs> great <laughs> neat <laughs> okay but first but first our website is gayishpodcast.com. We are at Gayish Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube. Or, <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> Our hotline. You can send us text messages or leave us voicemails. It's 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And our physical mailing address is Post Office Box 19882, Seattle, Washington 98109, which I have to apologize because of Pennsylvania. I haven't left my home <laughs> and barely have showered 
so I haven't gone to the post office this week. So if you said something hey, thinking we were going to get it for this episode, you you were wrong. Hey, Mike. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Hey, Dan. Hey, Kyle. It's your birthdays. Oh, yeah. It, it will have had... No, nah, I don't need to do the time. It will have had been your birthdays by the time this episode goes. <laughs> it, yeah. No. No. We this is the 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 episode before your birthdays happen in the next. This episode, episode comes out on Dan's birthday. Except oh, right. for Patreon people. That yeah. gift was f- for your birthday too. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I assume so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I definitely decided before this moment. Yeah. Um, I why I mentioned that in proximity to the mailing address. Who would know? Maybe it's coincidence. Oh, but God. just throwing that out there. Happy, <laughs> happy early birthdays to both of you. Thank you. You you deserve a text on the day of. <laughs> which I'll hey, you. Hey, hey, Dan. Hey, Mike. Hey, Dan. Uh, also happening this week. Yeah. That I wanted to mention. Uh, fuck, where are my notes? Uh, the founder of Rain City Jacks, which is the jack-off club that Mike went to for episode 145, mm-hmm. uh, Paul Rosenberg, he started a podcast. It's called The Heart of Jacks. And he talks about the history <laughs> and the culture of jack-off clubs. And I was a guest on the episode that just released, so you should go check it out. And uh, you'll, if you've, if you're a patron, you've already heard a little bit of my stories of of going there myself. Uh, if you're not, uh, you'll get a little a little window into my visits to to jerk off clubs. And thus, the ascension of Dan over and above our popularity begins, and my je- and as does my jealousy. So cool, I'm happy about that. Probably, no, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I'm glad someone that knows shit about jerking off. Find that, that boy for me. I, 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 Paul probably could. Mm-hmm. Um, he also uh, mentioned several times how uh, how much he enjoyed listening uh, to how how like not on board for jerk off clubs Kyle was <laughs> during the main episode. But as soon as I started talking about countdown, he's like, oh. <laughs> he remembers that very. I there, mean, it's very fresh for him because he just he just found out that we did an episode about him and and all that. There's absolutely a part of that that I think I would be very into if I wasn't so self conscious. Yeah, it's a great space to to get over self consciousness because it's it's so varied bodies and body types and sizes and hairinesses and all the things. Not during COVID. Cool. Nope. Okay. Nope. <laughs> um. Do you want to do our gayest and straightest? Let's do our gayest and straightest. Would you like me to go first? Sure. Here I go. Here you, uh, Hey, Mike. Mm, I have God. an announcement. Yeah. <laughs> You're going. <laughs> Fantastic. Most unlistenable episode? <laughs> you let us know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the straightest thing about me this week, my roommate got bit by something laying on the floor doing stretches or whatever. And insectish, just insect, like, like just, got bit by an insect okay. <laughs> and convinced himself that we had bed bugs. And I think it's a pretty straight response that I had, which was until there's two of them, I don't care. <laughs> like he found one and killed it until until there's two and like one is an isolated incident, two is a problem. Yeah. And so yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel about getting pumps on my scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe they're just sebaceous cysts, Kyle. You but know, that's the thing. <laughs> uh, the gayest thing about me. Oh, this week, it, no. it was. It's not bu- bed bugs. To potential no, suitors. Yeah, no, yeah. To potential suitors, it's not a bed bug. Uh, yeah. We we sent a picture of its corpse to uh, an entomologist who got back to us and said, uh, "99% sure it's not a bed bug." 
at all which made sense because it was in the dining room and we have no beds in the dining room (laughs) if you hook up with mike you will not get bed bugs and that's a 99 percent guarantee yep a dude on the internet said 99 (laughs) percent sure safe as fuck um safe as fuck so let's fuck uh okay so the gayest thing about me this week um i forget how much i've alluded to this or talked about this but kyle has a documentary i am covering an alanis morissette song for it i've been working on it all weekend and this the 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 pedal for my keyboard has a spring in it that is squeaky and i could hear it on playback when i was playing when i was when i was pushing the pedal uh so i got out my lube and i lubed up my pedal (laughs) i just I, i i put silicone lube on my finger and i Poked it in there and got that spring all <laughs> lubed up. Um, that's the gay thing. I feel about like me. if you were straight, it would have been WD forty. Yeah, but oh. if you're gay, is lube the WD forty of the gay world of assholes? I think so. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Uh, huh. Okay. Yeah. Um, I decided for my gayest and straightest. Given the theme, I was going to say the gayest and straightest things that I remember from high school. So, the straightest thing I actually already mentioned is that I dated bunches and bunches of girls. <laughs> um, that was, I remember coming out to my mom and her being like, but you dated girls. Like, you broke up with a girl and you called me crying sure. about it. Yeah. And, like, that was also something I had to, like, figure out for myself. So, that was my straightest thing, dating girls. Uh, my gayest thing is I distinctly remember this moment where one of the more popular kids was sitting ahead of me. And like in that class, we were like friends or friendly. And that was kind of the, like, I kind of was fine with any group. Um, and I don't know how we were like joking around or something. And I like the, the, the chair, the desk chair things like had a, a, like a hole in the back. And so I put my knee through to knee him and kind of need like near his butt. And then he was like, Oh, actually that felt kind of good. So then I, Oh, I'm, I'm teasing or whatever, like need him like in the butt, like, and just like almost like kind of massage in retrospect massaging, but I was like, push my knee into it. And I was like very turned on by the entire experience, but got to pretend like, Oh, you liked it and we're playing and I'm teasing you or something. <laughs> and I was just like putting stuff near your butt. God, you're such a top. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and my knees so thick. <laughs> um, listener. Yeah, a listener's gay sister. So this week it comes from our Facebook group. Uh, it is Christian Mickelson who offers us this gayest thing. Just finished listening to all the gayish podcast episodes since discovering it in July. Wow. Which I don't know why people listen. I but... sometimes say that, but then I have listened to hundreds of my brother, my brothers, and me. My brother, my brother, mean in the past like year or so. It just like, I think that's like to do it since July is like a full time job, which is COVID and I get that. But like, 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 yeah, it's a, that's quite the pace. (laughs) Uh, Straightest thing about me this week uh, was putting up insulation film on my windows to prepare for a Chicago winter. Wow. Yeah. I just got out my anxiety blanket. So that's all I know how to do. This, my apartment is hot as fuck, no matter what. Mm. Like, it's hot as fuck, even in January. So that's it. A special thank you to our super Gab Bridgers. 
Yes. We have Super yeah. Gap Bridgers. Uh, thank you, yeah, to our new thing, Super Gap Bridgers, who have been uh, contributing us to, for a while. And uh, we want to, the the two Super Gap Bridgers we have are Chris Sanders, mm-hmm. my bud. Chinbeard. Chinbeard. Uh, and Cian Hazen. Yeah. Thanks, so, you guys. Thank you to both of you. And thank you to everybody who sent in questions and recorded uh, reunion thoughts for us for our 200th episode i can't believe we've made it this far and and look how far we will have gotten and getting again yep exactly (laughs) and thank you to (laughs) thank you to you mike thank you to you kyle and and maybe dan whatever it's fine (laughs) we'll thank him at 300 because then he will have done 200 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. will have had been will have had done that's it this has been 200 episodes of gayish i'm mike johnson i'm sorry i mean i'm kyle getz and we're here to bridge the gap between sections until next week until next week (laughs) 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 as our new new t-shirt says be butch be fabulous be you I love that Carly has started to chant podcast voice, podcast voice when I say things during D&D that sound like... Wait, I haven't heard that. Why have I not... She did it the last time. Oh, did she? Podcast voice, podcast <laughs> voice. Like, just when I, when I read something or when I'm about to explain something, I put on this like dad reading the newspaper voice that she's... <laughs> <laughs>